This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com. Tonight, mission accomplished. Jeff Bezos launches into space in the first unpiloted, fully civilian suborbital flight, ushering in a new era of space tourism. Two, one. The world's richest man becomes an astronaut. Best day ever. The 10-minute historic flight, exactly 52 years after the Apollo 11 moon mission. How the moon landing inspired a five-year-old Bezos. And what's next for Blue Origin. Plus, Gail King sits down with the billionaire and his brother. Summer surge. Alarming news tonight that the Delta variant accounts for more than 80% of new COVID cases. And the new study about the effectiveness of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Trump ally arrested. Why was a former campaign advisor to President Trump charged with acting as a foreign agent? More than a million acres burned. Wildfires explode out west as two blazes merge and become a megafire. How smoke prompted air quality warnings all the way to New York City. Olympic Games in jeopardy? What the head of Tokyo 2020 is saying tonight. Busting that back-to-school budget. Why are prices for clothes and school supplies skyrocketing? Sleepy Tom, the Super Bowl-winning quarterback, visits the White House, bringing President Biden a jersey and some election-related jokes. And a dream deferred but not denied. Wally Funk's long road into space and the history books. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening, and thank you so much for joining us on this busy Tuesday night. All eyes were on West Texas today when billionaire Jeff Bezos blasted off with a crew that included the youngest and oldest people ever to go into space. The picture-perfect takeoff and landing took place exactly 52 years after that famous Apollo 11 moon mission. Bezos hopes today's 10-minute, 65-mile-high space hop will be one giant leap for space tourism and exploration. Well, tonight, the newly minted astronaut says his company, Blue Origin, took on this risky endeavor to create a road to space to protect the Earth and build a new, cleaner future for generations to come. But for now, here on Earth, there are other big headlines that we're following, that alarming spike in COVID infections and what the CDC is calling a dramatic increase in cases related to that highly contagious Delta variant. But we are going to begin tonight with that historic space launch. CBS's Mark Strassman is in Van Horn, Texas, where he watched it all today. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Nora. In the company's methodical culture, today was just a step, but a huge step. <laughs> Floating on cloud nine, more than 65 miles above Earth. Here, Kenya. Blue Origin's four giddy civilian astronauts tossed ping pong balls and Skittles. Who wants a Skittle? For Jeff Bezos, the microgravity dream he first imagined as a five-year-old, watching the Apollo 11 moon landing On this July 52 years ago today. That's one small step for man. Blue Origin's new Shepard rocket streaks skyward, its speed peaking at three times the speed of sound. Less than three minutes into flight, rocket and capsule separated. For one of the most improbable space crews ever, instant weightlessness lasting several minutes. It felt so normal and natural, almost like we were, humans were evolved to be in zero-g, which of course is impossible, but it felt that way. Eight minutes into flight, the reusable, fully automated rocket landed vertically a couple miles from its launch pad. About two minutes later, the capsule itself, three parachutes, lowered it onto the West Texas desert. After a thrill ride of 10 minutes and 10 seconds, Blue Origin's first human space flight. He talked about it with our Gail King. I don't think people truly understand what this means and why it's important. Yeah, I think you're right, Gail. I think people don't understand. When you get into space and you can see the Earth's atmosphere, it's so thin and fragile looking. So we do have to take care of this planet. Each crew member received astronaut wings, including aviation pioneer Wally Funk. And I want to thank you, sweetheart, because you made it possible for me. This is Blue Moon. Bezos intends to use his Amazon riches to build a new empire in space, competing for suborbital tourists with Virgin Galactic and Richard Branson, who reached space in a rocket-powered plane nine days ago. In this age of space barons, Bezos intends to colonize the cosmos, launching people into space to live and work. Did this moment motivate you to push deeper into the cosmos? Hell yes. (laughs) So on that note, Mark joins us. So does Blue Origin have more flights planned? Two more uh, of these, Nora, by the end of the year, taking tourists up to the edge of space. And to give you a sense of the interest here, Bezos said today that advanced ticket sales have topped $100 million. Wow. Mark Strassman, thanks so much. 
And you can see Gail King's full interview with Jeff Bezos and his brother. That's tomorrow on CBS This Morning. We're going to turn now to other headline, the alarming jump in COVID cases across the U.S. New infections are up by more than 120 percent nationwide. That's in the past month. And the situation in Florida is reaching a critical point. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas reports tonight from Miami. Tonight, Florida is preparing for the worst as cases of the Delta variant surge. And while nowhere near the pandemic highs, a fourth, mostly preventable wave is appearing. It's frustrating. Um, It's past beyond sadness. A 111 percent jump in COVID patients over the last two weeks at Miami's Jackson Health System means most hospital visitors will be banned. Ninety five percent of patients with the virus being treated here are unvaccinated. The amount of disease process that they go through. It's incredible. It's it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Nurse manager Alex Saharsky says the patients are coming in younger, and with the Delta variant, they're getting sicker faster. A very young patient um, in her 20s, she had asthma, a little history of asthma, did not get vaccinated, and um, she ended up passing away. She died. Only lasted um, maybe 12 days. It's not just South Florida. The state as a whole accounts for nearly 20 percent of the nation's new cases over the last week. Nationwide, while vaccination rates have plunged since the middle of April, the more contagious Delta variant has gained a foothold, rising exponentially. Today on Capitol Hill, the CDC director put it bluntly. The Delta variant now represents 83 percent of sequenced cases. In that same hearing, an exchange between Senator Rand Paul and Dr. Anthony Fauci over the virus's origins went like this. Because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world from a pandemic. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating. And if anybody is lying here, Senator, it is you. Still, the biggest battle against COVID remains on the front lines. I know that you hope these numbers will start to go down. I do. But do you think they will? I truly, honestly, I know in my heart they won't. Tonight, a new lab study found the Johnson & Johnson vaccine elicited lower levels of protective antibodies against the Delta variant compared to the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. But it's unclear whether the shot still provides enough protection in people or whether a booster may be needed. Nora. Minnie Bajorquez, thank you so much. And late this afternoon, we got the news from the Justice Department that an ally of former President Trump who ran his inaugural committee was arrested on charges of working as a foreign agent. We get the details now from CBS's Nancy Cordes. Trump confidant Tom Barrick is charged with using their longtime friendship to unlawfully influence the Trump administration and to obtain information about the foreign policy positions of the United States government. Prosecutors say Barrick was working at the direction of senior officials from the United Arab Emirates, an oil-rich Middle Eastern country. Tom Barrick. Barrick's relationship with the former president stretches back to real estate deals in the 1980s and led to him being tapped to lead Mr. Trump's presidential inaugural committee. The indictment says Barrick successfully added UAE-friendly language to Trump's speeches. We'll work with our Gulf allies to develop a positive energy relationship. After that address in 2016, Barrick's main UAE contact, who was also indicted, emailed him to say, amazing, congrats on the great job today. Barrick joins a long list of indicted Trump associates, including most recently Alan Weisselberg, the former CFO of the Trump Organization. 
We reached out to Barrick's lawyer, who said in a statement that Barrick is not guilty and that he made himself voluntarily available to investigators from the outset. But this isn't his only legal problem. The presidential inaugural committee he led is still under investigation for allegedly misusing charitable funds. That was some stunning news today. Nancy Cordes, thank you. And tonight, more than a million acres of the West is in flames or has been reduced to ash. Several major wildfires are sweeping across 13 states. Satellite images show how one fire has scarred a tremendous area near Sacramento, and smoke has drifted all the way across the country. Here's CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. Fanned by high winds, California's Tamarack Fire south of Lake Tahoe has split, now burning in multiple directions. A break in the heavy smoke is giving firefighters time to attack from the air. More than 80 major wildfires are burning in the west, several creating their own weather systems. The intense smoke now drifting east, reaching even New York. Firefighters are also battling Northern California's Dixie Fire, which has grown to nearly 60,000 acres and is not far from the town of Paradise, which was decimated by a wildfire in 2018. The community is still struggling to recover. I'm so scared. Does it raise concerns for you? Yes. I will forever have a go bag in my car for all of us. Allison Duncan, Vandy Clark, and Kylie Warble all lost their homes. We came home to nothing. The only thing I pulled out of the rubble and kept was a stepping stone that had my son's footprint in it. 11,000 houses were destroyed, and just under 800 have been rebuilt. Kylie and her daughter continue to wait for the home they've ordered nearly two years ago, with the hope that new flames won't ignite in paradise again. Meanwhile, at the Tamarack Fire tonight, there were more mandatory evacuations as flames barreled down. Bone-dry vegetation has turned this canyon into a powder keg. Tonight, crews are fighting to stop this fire from exploding. Nora. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. Well, tonight, this news, a White House official and an aide to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi have tested positive for COVID. Both were vaccinated and reportedly came into contact with a group of Texas lawmakers who fled to Washington last week to make a political point. Here's CBS's Nicole Killian. Tonight, those Texas legislators who fled to Washington are trying to contain a COVID breakout among their own. We don't regret coming to D.C. at all. As two new cases surfaced with an administration official and a staffer for House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, both of whom reportedly met with the Texans and were fully vaccinated. The spread forced the White House to defend its own COVID protocols, adding the infected staffer was now working off-site and showing only mild symptoms and acknowledged other breakthrough infections. The White House Medical Unit has conducted contact tracing interviews and determined no close contacts among White House principals or staff or the president. The senior spokesperson infected in Speaker Pelosi's office worked with the Texas delegation last week, but he had no contact with the speaker. The speaker is also reviewing more additions to a House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack after Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy named five Republicans to the panel. At least three voted to overturn the 2020 election results, and Pelosi can veto his picks. Why would she not? I wouldn't understand why she would not. It would just be more politics. 
The speaker won't say if she'll veto Leader McCarthy's choices, but did say how lawmakers voted on the election is not a criteria for service. Next week, the select committee will hold its first hearing with police officers who were on the front lines during the Capitol attack. Nora? Nicole Killian, thank you so much. All right, disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein was extradited from New York to California today to face additional sexual assault charges. Weinstein could appear in court as early as tomorrow on charges including five women in Los Angeles. He was already sentenced in New York last year to 23 years in prison for rape and sexual assault. We're going to turn now to the sticker shock many parents are seeing as they begin to buy back-to-school items. This summer, more than half of shoppers have started buying supplies, and what they're getting is a painful lesson in economics. Here's CBS's Omar Villafranca. In the middle of summer, these Fort Worth, Texas parents are already thinking about the fall and the rising cost of school supplies. It's kind of crazy just to see how the price has gone up so exponentially. Marae Elliott is one of hundreds in line for free pencils, notebooks, and paper. The Fort Worth School District will spend more than $4 million on school supplies. I looked at Target online for some crayons, and they happen to be almost $3. And, you know, I know normally I've seen them just walking through the store 50 cents, so it was kind of shocking. Industry experts say part of the reason for the price jump is that when COVID shut down the country, the supply chain was also put on hold and retailers are still trying to get back to normal. They're having to pay for air freight versus shipping cargo um, in order to get things here in, on time. Those costs um, in terms of actually transporting goods, that, it, that has been a major concern for many of the retailers we've talked to. This year, the National Retail Federation expects consumers to spend $37.1 billion in back-to-school supplies, up more than $3 billion from last year. Parents of K-12 students are expected to spend just over $848 per household on supplies, including electronics. With two elementary-aged boys, Erica Tice is getting creative to save money on supplies. We use a lot of stuff from last year, recycled stuff. They're going to have mismatched pencils and mismatched bags and stuff, but it works. For Tice, stretching her dollar makes good sense. Omar Villafranca, CBS News, Fort Worth, Texas. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Tonight, the head of the Tokyo Olympics is not ruling out canceling the games if the number of COVID cases increases. The games are scheduled to open on Friday. More than 70 athletes and staff have been infected. Some sponsors have pulled out of the event as cases in Tokyo are surging. And it was Super Bowl day at the White House. President Biden welcomed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to celebrate the team's championship. Quarterback Tom Brady tried his hand at tossing political punchlines. Not a lot of people, uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, in fact, I think about 40 percent of the people still don't think we won. I understand that. You understand that, Mr. President? I understand that. Yeah. We had a game in Chicago where I forgot what down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years of playing. And they started calling me Sleepy Tom. (laughs) Why would they do that to me? (laughs) So, uh... 
Lots of jokes, you see. This was Brady's first White House Super Bowl celebration. Since 2005, he skipped the Patriots' White House visits in 2017 and 19. 82-year-old Wally Funk's energy is infectious and her perseverance, impressive. The aviation pioneer was once denied a chance to become an astronaut because of her gender. But today she achieved her dream of seeing what lies beyond the Earth, and it was heaven. I've been waiting a long time to finally get it up there. For Wally Funk, the countdown to this day lasted 60 years. Isn't everything you thought Fantastic. it would be? Oh, I love it. I love it. Funk's can-do attitude has been her North Star. Once told she would never walk again after a skiing accident, she went on to get her pilot license at age 17. In the 1960s, she was the youngest member of the Mercury 13, a group of 13 women who proved they had the right stuff. Not only did they endure the same grueling exams that tested the mettle of men like John Glenn and Alan Shepard, but in some cases surpassed them. X-raying all your body, every bone, every tooth. I had to drink uh, radioactive water. Today, Funk beat Glenn's record by five years, becoming the oldest space traveler at 82. The oldest person in space, you. <laughs> Thank you. She's now a newly minted astronaut. We had a great time. It was, it was wonderful. True. I want to go again fast. Her souvenir from the mission, a tale from one of the parachutes that brought her safely back to Earth. Though for the next few days, she'll be walking on air. And there's been a spike in accidental overdoses in kids who've eaten edible marijuana products. What parents need to know, that's on tomorrow's CBS Evening News. If you can't watch us live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. Good night. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.